Hey Kyle and it's Hobbs from Random Screed. Sorry it took me so long, but I finally got through your uh, episode 100. Congratulations. Uh, you do the work and it, you have been a, a real boon to all of us. And uh, without you, the OSR Anchorites wouldn't be what they are. I'm not exactly sure what they are. <laughs> but they definitely wouldn't be what they are without you. So, good show. Keep it up. You know, there's not a lot of guys that make it to 100. So, good job, my man. You've done it in short order and uh, with your own impeccable style. So, keep being you, brother. Later. And there he is, the unstoppable Mr. Hobbs. Thanks for calling in, Jace. Thanks for your kind words, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure what the anchorites are. <laughs> yeah, good, good point. But what I do know is, it's Spike Pit episode 102. I just finished listening to an episode of Random Screed, and funnily enough, Jason was talking about basic fantasy on there. It's going to be the theme, pretty much, of this show, too. I want to talk a little bit about my preparation for tomorrow's game. And uh, But before that, let's get to a call-in from Mr Shorts, who's got round to listening to my episode 100. Take it away, Tim. Colin, I know I'm late, but congratulations on your 100th episode. That's fantastic. I thought it was kind of a cool tributes to uh, go through some of your old voicemails and uh, kind of going back in time and listening, like little time capsule stuff. And I also did enjoy your uh, drive, what was it, your uh, drive home podcast. Uh, appreciated that. That was a little funny. And as far as basic fantasy, I, I have all the books for it. I like it. I even have the Iron, is it Iron Eagle? or No, Iron Falcon, the ones he's done also. And I do like the simpleness of it. And I do like, while it might not be the prettiest one around, I don't care about that. Uh, I think uh, it speaks for itself with the quality and how popular it is. Of course, price point doesn't hurt either. Take care, Colin. Colin, hey, nice uh, episode here on the your review of Basic Fantasy Role-Playing Game. Like you said, you can pick up the uh, books for like five bucks here uh, or free, I mean, if you download them. I've enjoyed the system. I'm playing right now, playing in a one-shot that is stretching into its third session, and we're having a good time with it, so I also hope you enjoy it. Uh. So we heard first there from my old Budsky, Tim Shorts, and... Regular caller and general all-round great supporter, Larry Hout. He's uh, drops quite a few messages over to Spike Pitt, and uh, for that, I thank him. And Tim, man, hit me right in the feels in his last episode, saying all sorts of nice things about me. Um, yeah, I, was, I left him a message, but I was almost speechless. And I put those messages together because, uh, or call-ins, I should say, put those together because both had this theme of basic fantasy and that's what I want to talk about and it seems it's a really popular system I'm only just digging into some of the community stuff barely scratching the surface because I'm prepping my game 
And a little bit earlier on, I recorded some of my thoughts on the preparation and how it's going. So, hello listeners. Here we are again, on the road. Spike Pit travels to school on the school run. So, um, yeah, it's raining, so I don't know if you can hear that. But that is the rain hitting the windscreen. Uh, For you folks across the pond, this is a very British weather, as I'm no doubt you are aware. But it's actually a bit of a fallacy. Um, Where I live, we don't get as much rain as uh, some other parts of the UK. So I want to talk about basic fantasy again. Had some call-ins, as you would have heard, mentioning the... uh, basic fantasy and uh, my session first session in the new campaign with a new player or a new old player kind of uh, is tomorrow so I've spent the weekend familiarizing myself with the rules I've annotated them haven't actually started coloring anything in yet but I've been scrawling in them I've um, I've sort of um, printed out some information and and glued it into the uh, certain pages of the book, the uh, core rules. And yeah, just generally familiarising myself with the subtle variations, or in some cases not so subtle variations between basic fantasy and like 5e and BX and other old school systems that I've, I've dabbled with. I have to do this because if I don't, I um, want to get confused and uh, get, get rules from one system merging into another. And probably most of the players may or may not notice when this happens, but just for, oh, I don't know, kind of professionalism, <laughs> uh, I want to kind of refrain from that and have a good handle on things. But thankfully, like I said, the, the, the rule book is written nice and clearly. It's not too verbose, so descriptions are fairly uh, concise. And uh, I've been actually, I've, I've been enjoying it. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stand by my recommendation. Some of the other things I've been looking at at the weekend are carousing rules. I've decided to take a carousing table out of... Uh, Brood Mother Sky Fortress. It's uh, a fairly generic one. It's a D20 table with pretty much the the type of stuff you expect to happen when you get uh, a character getting drunk out and about uh, a town. I'm gonna. It, it's gonna be. Uh, quite an expensive endeavour carousing so this means that characters going to be parted from some of their ill-gotten gains I'm also going to sort of have a a minimum in fact it works that you you can spend uh, d6 times 100 gold pieces to go carousing so it's it's pretty steep I mean that's going to be an extended period of carousing and uh, we'll see how that goes. Also, been looking at the Highlands rules in Basic Fantasy. That is also quite an expensive endeavour. 
and it's not going to be something that uh, will be happening in our first session because I'm, I'm starting off at the scene of the adventure so there's going to be no town sequence the idea is that the characters are headed to this location once they get there I would have expected them probably to have achieved at least second level before they get to civilization, whereupon they can look about to boast somewhat of their exploits and maybe attract some followers, splash around some coinage. Um, once again, I believe the yeah the rules I'm using for that have been taken from. Uh, Broodmother Sky Fortress also. There's a, a guy called uh, Jeff, and I don't know how you pronounce this, but it's Rients or Rients. Uh, not sure, I butchered it. Um, and I forget the name of his blog now, but he, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a notable character on the blogosphere. And uh, I've not checked out his blog, well, I should do, but I've heard all about it, and part, that was part of the reason why I picked this book up, was um, uh, because of his reputation, really. Hey, Colin, it's good to hear that you're going to try basic fantasy. Uh, in the back of the main uh, book, there is a <clears throat> ascending sort of ability check uh, optional rule that's kind of handy if you've got a bunch of 5e players. And basically the gist is... I think if you're at first level and you need to do an ability check, it's roll over 17, and that includes any kind of modifiers. Um, <clears throat> I agree. I, I, I would like to run BX as well, but uh, most of the players that I play with are so used to ascending AC and race and class separate that BF is just such a great uh, a thing. Um, and as a side note, now you're going to get two. Sorry. Right, so we're back on the road now. We've picked up uh, Sunny from school and we're going to go and get a rest so we can have a little chat with uh, Sunny about tomorrow's game. What? Tomorrow's game, we're trying to. We, now, you've played Basic Fantasy before. What do you think of it? I like it. I think I, think I like it more than BX. Because in BX, you have like this. I think it was, I don't know what to call it, it's like Inver Armour Class or something. Or the lower it is, the better. Yeah, Descending Armour Class. Yeah. I don't like it. You don't like it? Well, that, I mean, it's, it is actually not really any different. But part of the reason why I chose Basic Fantasy was for, for that reason, that I knew that with a few of you players... Ascending armor cart class would be the more popular choice. So, um, because I don't really understand how it'd be. Because if you roll an 18, does that mean you hit an armor class or someone's two? Or, uh, it yeah, but basically, yeah, it, there's a there's a slight, um, it, yeah, it depends on what your it depends on your like your faco what what you need to hit armor class zero, but um, yeah, basically what you're talking about is correct. Hmm. Uh, 
And the other thing is, um, in BX, it's another thing that I don't like because I play a lot of 5e and other games are a bit newer. Um, is the fact that you don't get races and class, you only get, you kind of merge them into a both class or whatever. Yeah, so in BX, what you're saying, uh, you're just a dwarf or an elf, you don't, you've got your race and your class combined to make like a super class, as it were. Uh, so there's no such thing as a separate race. But you like, so what you're saying is you prefer to have. Yeah, so you can choose to be a dwarf fighter or halfling thief or something like that. You want that that choice. There you go. See, so folks, that is why I chose Basic Fantasy. Classic ex- example there. Uh, Sonny is not a big fan of racers' class. And uh, I think probably... Why do you think that is, Sonny? I was going to say why I think, but why, why do you think you prefer... Well, my favourite role-playing game has always been 5e. Yep. Because it was the first one I ever played, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Maybe I played Mage first. Yeah, I, I can't remember now. I think. Yeah, oh, I, I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. Five is the game you've played the most, even if it wasn't the first. It's the one you've played the most, isn't it? Yeah, I've played a lot of ICRPG. Oh, yeah, then we have Ricky's game, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely played a lot more 5 so what do you think about another person joining the group? How does that sit with you? I don't mind. No, the only thing is sometimes when you get a larger group, so there'd be uh, five, five players, you, you, you do have to spread around the, um, the uh, spotlight, as they call it, which is where, you know, the emphasis uh, of the DM... The, the, the DM places the emphasis on each player at one at a time by saying, you know, what are you doing, what are you doing? Obviously, when you've got more players, you've got to sit and be... Uh, you've got to sit and pay attention and uh, maybe not be doing something yourself. You're kind of listening to what other people have got to say. How does that, how does that sit with you? Uh, I don't really mind. I mean, I've always... I've always, it's not even just me though, like most of the characters I make aren't like the main, like, I mean, Gorp, like, because most people have, like, normally the fighter is the captain kind of thing, they've got, like, shiny armour and cool hairstyles and a pointy sword, uh-huh. so they're normally, like, the captains. And I've always played um, characters that are not the main. They're kind of like the back end of the thing. So supporting, sort of supporting characters, yeah, supporting roles. So have you got an example of that? Uh, Especially with um, my sorcerer, he's a very mysterious dude. A very mysterious dude. Uh, he's, he's not, that's the guy with a hood up all the time and the glowing eyes or something. Yeah, his eyes don't actually glow. It's 
outside to glow because of the orbs kind of thing. Oh, he's got the orbs flying around, floating. He's got these orbs that float about orb. his head. Orb. An orb. An orb. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. It kind of like just follows me around. So we rolled up your stats last week, and what did you come up with? I got good stats. I I think I got nine intelligent. Oh wait, no, ten, eleven constitution. Well, don't worry about the specifics. I meant more. You know, what 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 character do you think you're going to be? Have you chosen? Because we did we didn't I think finish I chose it off. An elf fighter. I chose an elf fighter yesterday. Right, elf fighter. Okay. So you're going to be down a little bit on your hit points, but you're not worried about that. I was a human fighter. Human fighter? Yeah, human fighter. Okay. So a pretty straightforward class to play. I think that's a good choice, given that we don't don't know the rules, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be many surprises for you, I don't think. Straightforward game, straightforward character. Yeah, good idea. So we're looking forward to it. A lot of the adventures for BFRPG that are on uh, the download site, they're all really good. And I actually sort of sat and ran, like wrote up sort of like a hex crawl with a bunch of them all over the place. And I think I have it on my website somewhere. Um, But yeah, you can kind of sort of create a little mini hex crawl with a bunch of those adventures. I really, really enjoyed uh, the adventure, the Tales from the Laughing Dragon. Uh, that was one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, check, have a read through of that one and see what you think. Anyway, cheers. Shane Ward there from Gilligan's Isle of ADD. Thanks for calling in, Shane. And I've done a similar thing to what you're suggesting there. I've been and got basically all the adventures I can lay my hands on and sprinkling them around to create a kind of a hex crawl environment for my players and uh, I will keep you all up to date with my progress as we move through the campaign I'm not really going to kind of do session reports so to speak but just give you a a broad impression of how the games have been going and um, you know what, what I've picked up and learned from the sessions Thanks for listening. Thanks everybody who's called in. I'm going to call it a day there. And uh, take care and I'll catch you later.